0: Hello and welcome to The Two Dyspraxics. I'm Matty Munson.
1: And I'm Barbara Neal. Right, so today uh, we thought we'd talk about home education stroke home schooling because we both had experience of that, haven't we?
0: Yeah. Oh, God. (laughs) The difference is, Barbara, you did it voluntarily. You did did it by choice, and because it was the right thing, you've got the temperament for it. I did it because I had to with all other parents in the country.
1: (laughs) I think, though, our experiences are probably going to be very different for all sorts of reasons. Do you want to just give us a quick outline of your recent experience, just a a brief introduction?
0: of Sure, yes. So I I, um, uh, home-educated my son between March and September 2020, Um, because of the COVID-19 pandemic and all the schools had shut down uh, for that time. And then obviously did it again uh, during the third lockdown uh, between January and March 2021.
1: Right. And um, for my sins, I did do it voluntarily. You're quite right with um, sons number two and three. Son, number one, elected to stay in school because it was just one massive social experience. (laughs) he was concerned. So uh, he decided he wanted to stay in school. Um, Jim was actually I think they were probably both around the same age, both in their very early teens. Jim and Richard um, are home educated. Incidentally, before I go go into that, Mm. I was thinking, is there a difference between homeschooling and home education? And I oh. think maybe there is. Is there? What, what, what?
0: I, 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 must, I haven't given any thought. I'd be interested in your point of view on this.
1: Right. Well, it is purely my point of view. It's not something I've looked up to see if there's definitions or anything like that. But um, I can't help thinking that homeschooling is the experience that you've had with Brian and um, where you have to stick to a curriculum. You know, you have mm. to a curriculum and you're basically doing the, the job of the school whereas with home education it's not necessarily schooling it's it has nothing to do with school because um, i joined an organization mm-hmm. called education otherwise and that's about providing the education that's right for your child so um it may not have anything to do with the national curriculum and um no, yeah, I have to say that both Jim and Richard came out of school, I think they were probably about 13, 14, around that sort of age, both of them. Right. Um, With Jim, both experiences were completely different from each other, I have to say, because they have completely different personalities. So um, where Jim was incredibly gregarious and always has been very active, but he didn't like PE when he was in school, because they play football. He didn't like playing football and he didn't like the PE lessons that they had. So, right. um, but when we were home educating, he did a trampolining course. So he was learning how to use a trampoline properly, you know, so did some training <laughs> and really enjoyed that. And I used to take him ice skating every week because that was where, um, it was in the Midway Towns actually, it was in Gillingham. Right. Um, um, because there was such an active home edders group over there. And so it was great for him because he was socialising with all the other kids, all of different ages, I hasten to add. So some were like um, through four, you know, from the age of four up to about 19. And they were all mucking together. The older ones looked out for the little ones. And so it was just really nice. And they they all skated. So Jim's a very good skater. And um, and it was great for the parents as well, because we'd get together and discuss any trips that we wanted to arrange or, um, you know, any um, information and resources. So it was incredibly good for all concerned, really. So great experience. And um, I have to say that I did go on the ice once. (laughs) Some of the parents used to, but I'm not a natural I have to say, I'm not a natural. And in fact, I'm not a natural to the point where Jim begged me to never, ever show him up like that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's brilliant.
1: Oh, dear, I was just holding on to the side. My feet were going in all directions. Yeah, not got best control at the best of times. So then, oh, nightmare. Yeah, so I was holding on to the edge, and the only thing that encouraged me to let go of the edge was there was another mum coming towards me in the opposite direction. I think I decided that she was probably even more scared than I was. <laughs> so I let go and managed to work my way around
0: her. <laughs> Oh, that's a joke. You're braver than me because I wouldn't have even tried it that once. would
1: um, you? No. Oh. i I thought i'd try it but uh, i've done it now so i don't ever need to do that (laughs) (laughs) so i just take my hat off to anyone who can skate like jim can he's very good skater and um but he used to go swimming as well and you know he used to do things that he enjoyed doing instead of things that were inflicted on him so that was a really good experience um and also something that we did because I don't know about you, but I've never taken to maths. Maths oh. lessons in school—oh dear, nightmare, terrible. Even worse than the skating episode, I think, <laughs> because um, I just don't—I don't get maths on the whole. Of no, that. I don't.
0: I don't. It, it, it's it's it is genuinely like an, a, a foreign language. Yeah. Well, when I pick Brian up now from school, because Brian's favourite subject is maths. He, really, he uh, math and science, I should say, his two favorite subjects. Anything kind of that, uh, it's very logical. he 'cause because he's very black and white, you know. It's it's either this or it's this. Shades yeah. of gray confuse him, you know. So he if it's if it's black and white, as as mathematics and science can be, mm-hmm. not always because you've got that kind of what if question and you're you're always searching for the answers. Yeah, but he he loves that. And he comes home from school. Sometimes and he's, he's he's talking to me. And he 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 says what they're doing in in school. And he says, "Oh, my teacher said this day." sometimes we get home, and he'll show me a bit of paper what he's what he's done. And I I'm sat there, being the dutiful dad, and kind of going, mm mm-hmm, mhm, okay." Oh, that's mm, right. <laughs> Be, because that's that's I want to I, I want him to want to show me these things that he's interested in. Yeah. I haven't got the. I <laughs> do what he's talking about. Do you know what I mean? I, I, I could, I can do I can do basic sums, but all this complicated stuff that he seems to find easy. Yeah. Yeah. I, I must confess, during the 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 sort of the, lock, the first lockdown in particular, I didn't I didn't do any maths with him apart from there was an online. I mean, thank God for the internet these days. There was um uh, like te- timetable rock stars online that his school had provided because in the first lockdown there what the they did the school most schools weren't set up for online teaching so they didn't have daily lessons whereas in the in the third lockdown they did so i was kind of going right what do i do i I can't teach him maths because i don't understand it yeah and 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 his math suffered because of that because i i I didn't know what the hell i was talking about
1: (laughs) well it's funny because i decided that um that we would do practical things for Jim because Jim's a very practical person. And um, Mm. so the way we covered things like maths was, you know, with a proper application, which meant that um, once a week, I would get him to cook a meal for the whole family, my parents included, you know, so he cooked a meal for all of us. Wow. But from the very beginning, so it meant finding a recipe that he liked. So that was helping with literacy, you know, because he's dyslexic as well, which makes it, bit difficult for him really so um but oh. a recipe that he liked the look of and um, writing a shopping list and then I would give him a budget so he'd have some cash we'd go to the supermarket and he'd look for good value because he didn't have any more money than the money I'd given <laughs> him. <laughs> yeah, you know, so so he was able to work out what was good value, the ingredients he needed, looking at nutritional values of food, you know, so we built everything into it. And then when we got back, um, obviously there was the practical aspect of, well, there was weighing and measuring and, and the practical aspect of cooking the meal and then serving it. So um, basic food hygiene as well came into it. So it's wow. quite a wide range, but it was instead of dividing up um, into subjects like maths, English, literacy yeah, you know, and science, you know, it, it all sort of because it was all applied, it was all applied into single project it made him mm. I thought and um, and he did very well at that so he can cook actually all three of the boys can cook I think it's important
0: but um, well, I, I think that's cause, cause I because I remember it I remember when I was at school and obviously I didn't have an education like kind of either Barn or your boys in that sense mine was that very traditional you know school was Monday to Friday nine till three and you, you your lessons were divided into you learning learning divided in subjects, you know, as as is probably the tradition for most people. Cause that's what we think is normal, and you, you know, I I think when I when when we came in the first lockdown for Brian, I come from this point of view that I had never intended to homeschool Brian at all. That was just my out of my how I chose because he thrived in the school setting so much, he enjoyed it. Yeah. So I thought, well what the hell how the hell am i going to and it really brings back memories because literally as we're recording this homeschooling started for the kids literally so we're recording from the wednesday and the homeschooling started the following monday so literally i had about i literally had about four or five days notice uh, i can remember that very vividly thinking this is my son's education this is my son's future because you you know learning in any form is is the is the pathway to your future you know learning social skills learning emotional intelligence learning english math all of that together not just you know five times five it's all the other stuff as well and i was like oh god it's now just me because i'm a single parent I like, oh god <laughs> you know what i mean and, and, and i i can remember i i tried i remember the first two weeks i i had it all very organized and i was like right okay nine to nine thirty is maths Nine thirty ten is this break. But oh, oh, oh. right in the second week, I scrapped it all because Barn wasn't responding to that. He needed that in the classroom. He didn't need his father putting that in at home. Yeah, you know. Yeah. And and, and and after that, we did topics every week. So we did space. We did dinosaurs. We did I can't remember. What we did we did uh oh, we did life skills one week. So it was literally about like you said. You know he was he cooked. Yeah. You know. Under my supervision, because he was only nine at the time, but you know, he he cooked, he cleaned, he 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 learned how to use a Hoover, he learned how to to do some dusting, you know, he let he learned how to. I showed him all the budget for, that I have from for, from all the income I get and how we then spend it out, and 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 he had he got a little budget and he had to spend that for the month, you know, yep. L- little things like that. And, and I think that as soon as we did that, something clicked and we found our routine.
1: Well, it's funny you should say that because quite apart from the child labour aspect of it, quite apart from that, um, when it wasn't a decision I I made lightly when um, I decided to home educate Jim because he was having such a hard time at school and um, being bullied basically and um, his bag was stolen. And then he was in trouble for not having the right books in lessons. His bag was stolen in school Right. He was in trouble with the teachers for not having the right books. So uh, so
0: I wasn't at all happy that, about that. So that's crazy that they that, Oh, anyway, that's
1: <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. So yeah. I wasn't very impressed. So I did go to the school and um I had a, a friend who also had a gripe with her son at the school at the time and um so we made a joint appointment to go and see the head. And so the head said, Yeah, well I was complaining bitterly about the fact that there'd been no investigation into who stole Jim's bag. Or James's bag. So um, but she said, Well, I'm afraid that's a sad reflection of society. So, you know those occasions when you think, I wish I could have thought of this at the time. <laughs> I did yeah. at the time I did on that particular occasion because I said, This is a school, you're not supposed to be reflecting society, you're supposed to be shaping society.
0: <laughs> Good for you. Yes, and yes. I agree with that. Yes, but yes, that's exactly what I think.
1: But nevertheless, I obviously wanted to do what was right for Jim. So I looked into Mm. what's involved in home education, discovered to my surprise that um, going to school is not actually a legal requirement for children, that you're perfectly within your rights to take them out as long as you're providing them with an education that's suitable for them, which obviously I had every intention of doing. So um, education otherwise was incredibly, incredibly helpful at that time. I can't remember whether we, I think we must have had the internet. I'm sure we had the internet, but it wasn't like it is now. You know, you didn't didn't have any Zoom or, um, you know, I think it was basically email. And that was probably about it.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, so it was all done mainly by post and phone and, you know, meeting up at the ice rink and, uh, and things like that. But um, I decided, right, to start with, we'll have a structure because... Yeah, you know, i thought i'm learning as much as he is <laughs> this is going to be new to both of us so i started out with a timetable and we ditched it on day one you know we, we really for, yeah day one we decided it was going because um i can't even remember what we started with but he was going off in a different direction so i thought okay we'll go with what he's interested in you know we'll mm. do that. that's the way we always played it after that and um i was going to say something then and completely forgotten what oh yes um there was we did some things that were unusual i think um there were some opportunities that we had that were um you know i learned a heck of a lot in the same you know it it was literally for all ages including the parents and i remember there was one occasion when a whole group of us got together because somebody knew a chap who lived in a, a bender, which is, is kind of like an igloo made out of branches, tree branches and leaves, and then you put a tarpaulin over the top. Oh, wow. But he lived in this all year round. He's a bit of a hippie, obviously. Huh. <laughs> and, uh, so we all got together in somebody's massive back garden in, out in the sticks somewhere, and, and he came over and taught. we were divided up into two groups because there were so many of us, all ages again. And um, so he showed us how to build a bender. So each group built their own bender. And then the ones with the best one, we all sort of got into it. We all sat inside it afterwards and had a sing song <laughs> afterwards. Just... Wow. But things like that, which you would never have that kind of opportunity in school. And also with Rob and Jim, I took them both out of school for a month in 1996 because um this was way before richard was born obviously and um and we went to france because we had a friend in france who lived on a barge an old dutch barge down in the southwest of france about an hour south of bordeaux right Uh, so we used to go over there for a month at a time and so i took them out of school for a month with the head teacher's approval he said we'll actually have to close their school places this was primary school okay but, but they'll still be available when you come back you know <laughs> so, so they went back into school when we came back but the things that that we did you know and the opportunities that they had then were just incredible so um one of the things that we did because we were living on a boat which was an experience in itself and it was next to a campsite which um they met Um, people of all nationalities there because they were holiday makers you know both at the port where the boat was moored and also down on the campsite but um, there was also a boat that came along um, they called it they nicknamed it the honey boat because it had beehives on board and so our friend who is not actually french but is obviously you know speaks french fluently Mm. arranged for us to go and have a have a tour over this boat so we saw how where the bees were and how they made the honey and heard about how they travel from one place to another to get different types of honey you know from different plants so I mean that's that was such a good education for the boys fabulous so um I think that's
0: but I think good I don't I mean one thing I've I've kind of noticed is I mean I I don't often kind of get involved in the sort of the, the the playground chat with some of the other parents that's just my way but you know, I I I kind of really sense that there's this spectrum of of perspective on on education. You, you know, some people, are, I've very much got the impression that it's so much a teacher's job. You know, teachers yes. teach, and, yeah. and and learning stops at the at school gates when they, when they leave school. Kids see the school gates. That's it. No more learning. You yeah. know, that's it. Well actually. Uh, I, I don't know. I just I take a different view that, that that kids are natural scientists. You know, they're they're fascinated by the world. You know, and I, I can remember once during lockdown. I mean, obviously, you, lockdown was slightly different to, to your experience of um uh, uh of of homeschooling because obviously we we couldn't go very far. You, you know, the advice was stay home. You know, so we so our our, our well all our worlds shrunk have shrunk during the last year. Thank heavens for the internet. But I can remember literally a five-minute walk from our, our our front door is a local park, and we spent a lot of time in our local park. And I can, I, Even now, I can remember this one, and it's like a magical day. I just I just went to Brian right. He was struggling with one particular day. I was struggling to communicate it. I think I was getting a bit touchy, a bit gr- grumpy. I think he was probably feeling touchy in his own way. And I just spent, right, this is about 10 o'clock, and I said, right, Brian, stop. And he sort of looked at me and I went, Enough of this, enough sitting at desks. I said, We're going out. And he sort of looked at me and he went, Where? I said, We're going to the park and we're going to learn about the birds and we're going to just look at the trees and we're going to research and we're going to have a look around. And do you know what? We, we were, we we I took a packed lunch and we, we were there from probably half 10 in the morning till two, three o'clock in the afternoon. I don't know. I wasn't watching the time. And do you know what? I can remember just the sense of peace. And the sense of satisfaction both of us got and i got just as much as he did from this ability to go right oh look at that tree and we saw a woodpecker do you know and we, and we still talk about it even now we saw a woodpecker in the tree and this woodpecker was going between about four or five different trees in like a rotational pattern and we were going, why is he doing that? And we, 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 were, we were tracing him. We were tracking him in the trees and going round. And we were researching, why do woodpeckers do this kind of thing? And we were looking it all up. And, mm-hmm. you know, we were looking at the patterns where, where he was pecking and, how it, and what type of trees they were. And, and it was just a magical day. And we both needed that. And to have that, it, and it, not without travelling, that was on our doorstep, we had to walk five minutes to get to the park. That was magical. You know, he he learnt so much and we still talk about it. That was I don't know, April, May time last year, so when eleven, ten, eleven months ago, and we still talk about it. Even now. Yeah. And that's learning versus education, because learning doesn't just stop. Kids are always learning. Exact
1: yeah. And I think when they're playing, they're learning. <laughs> Absolutely.
0: I mean they're, and then then in that case they're learning how to be with other kids, how to be decent human beings, how to treat people, yeah. how to be emotionally intelligent and aware of their feelings and how to stand up for themselves, but also how to treat other people, you, you know, and and I very much noticed, because Brian went in, in the third lockdown, Brian went in for part of the week and he was home part of the week with me. And I very much noticed from what Brian was talking to me about, how some of the kids, especially who have been off for probably longer than Brian, Kind of their ability to maybe communicate had suffered because because of lockdown. Maybe they hadn't done anything while they were off in the first lockdown to then go back into the structure and routine of that school setting because their natural science, their natural scientist gene, their investigation gene, had shut down. you know because they they've not done anything at home learning something you do at school and you're at school oh go on your computer all day then go on your games all day i think some kids did do that you know um i have no problem with video games in moderation um i have i have problems when kids aren't encouraged to be investigators you know um and i think that that has impacted a generation of them i think Uh, And I've certainly seen their emotional intelligence, their ability to interact, to communicate with other kids, has has really suffered, I think.
1: Yeah, Um, I agree. I think um, I'm aware of the fact that I haven't even mentioned Richard's
0: Oh, sorry, yeah, tell me about Richard. Yeah, (laughs) because there's um, there's a bit of an age, well, not uh, an but, but... did that? There's eight
1: years, eight years between him and Jim. Well,
0: did you notice know difference because of that? Because of the the difference in their ages?
1: Well, they weren't home educated at the same time. Because, oh, of course.
0: Um,
1: yeah, because there's an age gap, <laughs> Matthew. <laughs> oh, it meant that you know they were both around sort of early teens yes. when after school. And um, but Richard's experience was almost totally different from Jim's because he's a very different character. So he isn't gregarious. Um, in the way that jim is and um you yeah, know he's a lot more quiet and um you know and that's fine yeah because they i noticed there was an awful lot of um emphasis on well if you're home educating your child you must socialize them make sure they mix with other kids yeah but he's not naturally he's not a naturally sort of um what's the word i'm looking for he's well gregarious yeah you know, he's quite in his own company always has been he did mix and mingle with other home educated kids actually we did go to we went to manston airport um it was when it was still open as an airport and they had the air show Uh and we were invited there as a group of home educators on the day before the air show so we could have a look round the aircraft and and i actually got to stand underneath a vulcan bomber and took photographs up into the cockpit mm. richard had his photo taken with the pilot you know <laughs> things like that it was really interesting but he still wasn't that fussed about mixing with the other kids but he's very academic and um and jim's not mm. jim's very practical rich is very academic so the two experiences were quite different although um Richard can cook as well because that was, I thought life skills are important. Mm. They should, you know they should
0: be incorporated into school as well as home. I oh, I, I agree. I agree. Well, it's, it's funny you should say that because because in another in another kind of inclination of my life, I work for a children's charity as well part time, and and they've got a, a, a school attached to it uh, 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 as part of the facilities they offer. So it's with kids. So it's with kids who've got. You know, emotional, social, uh, uh, kind of difficulties. Maybe something. I some autism there, and and mm-hmm. they do the most amazing cook, uh, What what we would call home economics lessons. You know, back in, back in I don't know what they call it now. And and the the meals these kids are creating. I mean, I I, I see the pictures every week, and they are phenomenal. <laughs> these you know the, the, these 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 cool kids as we call them. Because uh, it's called God foundation, they are just phenomenal, you know. And I think actually, you know, they, they why shouldn't they be able to make a curry? I don't want them to learn how to make cheese on toast and egg on toast. No, teach them how to make a a curry and a and a, and a, and a lentil something or other. I can't remember what they made now, but and and primary and secondary kids are learning these skills why the hell not yeah. why shouldn't we be educating our kids to be well-rounded people it's, it's not just a woman's job you know no. there's no such thing as just a woman's job everyone should be able to cook
1: well there's there's a school i don't know if you've ever heard of um Summerhill school
0: mm-hmm.
1: Some... it's in suffolk mm, I and, uh, it's it's very very interesting i've got a lot of time for um the the lady who runs it, her name is Zoe Redhead, but her father founded the school wow. and his name is Alexander Sutherland Neal, spelled the same way
0: as our no, Any connection?
1: Um, I don't know. I can't help thinking there must be, though, because I've seen photos of him. He is the absolute image of my granddad. You would have thought that they were twins. Really? And interestingly, his name is Alexander Sutherland Neal. He was born in 1883. Yeah dad was alexander cameron neil and he was born in eighteen
0: eighty
1: nine no identical so i sent the photo to to Zoe, who runs the school now and um and she said oh there must be relation we must be related."
0: oh somewhere. god yeah
1: but um but this particular school there have been attempts to close it down in the past because it's so good because when the kids go there they don't have to join in with lessons if they don't want to And um, so the criticism, the obvious criticism, I suppose, is, well, they won't learn anything, then will they, if they don't join in with lessons. But um, I've seen a programme, I've seen more than one programme about it, actually, where they've said, but guess what happens? You know, they see all the other children doing something they're really enjoying because it's a democratically run school. So all of the kids have a say in how it's run as well. see them enjoying the lessons so they might decide to go well I'm not going to lessons then but it's not long before they see all the others enjoying themselves and they join in anyway and um, because that means that then they're following their own interests and their own um, natural Mm. way of learning you know because doing things that they're interested in and not the things that they're never going to probably use anyway so it turns out people who are really really sort of top of their field you know like um astrophysicists and uh botanists and you know people who are really keen on doing what they're interested
0: because well, in, so. i mean there's a, a, there's a I, I can see the point of view of you know you want to give kids a good grounding in the essentials you, you know they need to know how to uh read and write and do the arithmetic and understand the scientific method and you know have an understanding of uh different cultures and histories and you know philosophies and religions and you know, that's that's completely fine but no problem with that kind of you know ma- making them well-rounded individuals that's fine but mm-hmm. i i i do always wonder when did it come to the point where we kind of shy away from allowing kids to specialize from a young age yeah. it's, it's almost like we want them to be generalists in everything until they reach university level almost, you know, they can start making a few choices halfway through secondary school about kind of which areas I want to focus on. But before that, you've got to be, you've got to be Germanic and everything. And and when that, when a kid might express a little bit of frustration because they don't really enjoy doing French, for example, or, 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 you know, a a foreign language, as one example, they're criticized for it. They're criticized for, for not doing that one thing, whereas actually they're, but they're really strong in, Three or four other things where their specialism is, and yet we're criticising them because they're not doing one thing. You know, we've—it feels like we've kind of got it slightly wrong <laughs> somehow.
1: I think we probably mm. have done that. Unfortunately, <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh dear, <laughs> we've
1: got it slightly wrong, but but we've also got it pretty largely
0: right i think so. yeah I think, I, I, think, I think things are changing you know to, to leave it on a positive things are changing you, you know I, I think this current pandemic has shown the benefits of of home education of home learning of of, of showing children showing parents maybe that children are natural scientists they want to learn is if we've got to open them up to possibilities of what do they want to learn how can they learn once we once we unlock that key I think we're, we're opening a world a world of opportunities for kids.
1: Yeah, um, absolutely. So it's all to yes. the future. And, uh, on on that, that happy note, um, that's it for today, and uh, we hope to hope that you're listening to the next one. whenever <laughs> <that's> <laughs> <over>. <laughs> So it's goodbye, and it's from goodbye me. from
0: her. time.
1: Right, till next time. Bye. Bye.
0: aha aha hello uh-huh. i'm so sorry as well as going going to the toilet i went to get myself a drink as well
1: <laughs> did you what yeah. can sort of obvious and disgusting connections there
0: obviously <laughs> 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 oh, <yeah. That's> a... <laughs> how disgusting how I could know. how could you barbara
1: it's not nice is it it's not nice it's a,
0: You well, should you should be ashamed
1: I am deeply ashamed, can't you tell by the tone of my voice?
0: Yeah, by your complete lack of sincerity, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's the one. <laughs> um...